0: to the Living Enlightened podcast. I am Michelle from Michelle R. Uh, Price, the Lightworker. So, if you are looking for me, um, that is my page name on Facebook. Welcome so to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, normally, I'm here with Rebecca, but Rebecca's uh, actually moving house at the moment. So, we're unable to tee up time to sort of get together. She's a very busy lady. So, um, it'll just be myself uh, in this episode today. And so, as a result of the last episode, we talked about maybe next time doing Oracle cards and talking about our favorite decks and giving little reviews. Look, I'm going to delay that just because I'd like to do that with Rebecca because I feel like that'd be um, really great to do. And so, I'll wait for her to come back and sort of get her cards out of um, storage and things like that. So, what I'm going to do is talk about something a little bit uh, different um, and I'll get into that just briefly. Um, but basically the theme for today is leveling up. So I was thinking about this just the other day and all of a sudden I happened upon this amazing podcast. And it just so happened that that particular podcast, and I didn't Google leveling up. Um, I Googled something entirely different to that and I'll get into that later in the show. But um, that's how I came across this um, sort of the idea. I had the idea and then I came across this podcast. And I was like, well, that's amazing confirmation. Pardon me, and I will talk about that podcast because the host of that is pretty amazing. And I'm really enjoying listening to the uh, various episodes. But what we'd like to do um, before we get into the show is just talk about some of the things that we've been up to and what we've been learning about. And one of the biggest lessons I guess I've had is that sometimes you have to, well, in a lot of cases, I'll say, um, you have to let go of that ego. And that's what I've been really trying to do. And especially where my connections with people and my readings and things like that Because we don't always get the feedback that we expect or that we want to get back. So, letting go of the ego has been a really big thing for me. But also, I just want to talk about an incredible achievement. I just did the third Kokoda event of 2022. So, this is being recorded in 2022. I just did the third Kokoda event of this year. And so I've done Sunshine Coast 30 kilometres, so Kokoda Challenge to do with uh, PNG and uh, various things that Aussies did over there during wartime. And the second one I did was in Brisbane and the third one I did was on the Gold Coast, so Kenungra, and that was for um, Kokoda Legacy. So marking a certain number of years since uh, wartime, um, since the event so um yeah really great event and it's just it just goes to show you know when you think that you know your limits you really don't you know and i really encourage you to find that you know see if you can sort of push yourself beyond what you thought was possible because a lot of people didn't think we'd be able to break records the way we are you know swimming running whatever the sport um a lot of people just didn't think these things were possible that we we're actually doing and achieving and you know this is another example of that i think because you know, in the Kokoda event that I did most recently, it was incredibly challenging and it was on army land. So really full on, um, trying to climb these hills. It just seemed really impossible. And we managed to get through it all. It was just amazing. And, um, what it taught me was that, you know, I did have sunstroke at one point, um, because we had to sort of wait a long time. We had a Creek, which was actually over the head. So it was kind of a swimming, you know, situation and we had our bags, we had everything with us and didn't want to get everything wet. And so that was really challenging. So my husband and I was sort of standing there, you know, waiting for everyone to get through. There was like a surfboard so you could put your bags on the surfboard and ferry your bags across. So we were sort of waiting in the queue and two of our other teammates decided they were going to try and carry their bags across um, the water. And... One of them made it with her bag out of his bag out of the water. The other one got dunked pretty badly, um, whole head under the water, swallowed the water, and uh, yeah, we just went completely under. So it wasn't super fun for her. And um, but they got to sit in the shade for you know 45, 50 minutes, whereas my husband and I were out in the sun. There was no shade where we were in the queue, and um, I ended up getting quite sunstruck. And on the other side of the creek was this massive mountain. So we actually climbed for about two and a half or three kilometers straight up. And um, I was in all sorts, really, really struggling. Now, during that, you know, this is why the team is important. During that, um, my husband stayed behind me the entire time and he talked me through the process. He wouldn't let me go. I was like, just leave me. I literally wanted to curl up and die. And that's that's the truth. I was really struggling. And he wouldn't leave my side. He was glued to me. And he said, nope, we're going to get through this together. We're doing this as a team. And uh, he got me to the end. So once I got up to the top of the hill, I was better. But it was just climbing and heat and humidity and just exhaustion. I just couldn't regulate my body temperature. So that was a real lesson to me. You know, I don't like, I'm used to giving everyone else support and being that person for everyone else. When I've got to receive it, that's very uncomfortable for me. So if you are listening to this and that is something that you struggle with, I want you to really think about that. Receiving is really important. It's feminine, especially if you're a woman. Uh, Important for everyone. But if you're a woman, we are meant to receive. So uh, really keep that in mind because that was a big lesson for me and um, it made me really uncomfortable. So this is something that I'm now working on and trying to, you know, heal potentially. Um, So... Uh, that was my week and um, that was just such a big achievement and I'm really um, thrilled to bits. And next year, we're actually signing up for the 48 kilometer. So there's a 48 kilometer event as well and then there's 96, which is the biggest one you can do. But um, the 48 kilometers is our um, goal next year. So we're going to do the Sunshine Coast um, 48K and uh, that's what we're going to be training for. So um, we'll get into the show, I guess. And as I mentioned before, um, the show is about levelling up. And I've actually been studying Reiki Ashanti, um since October 2022, depending on when you're listening to this. So um, I wanted to start by getting into that. Now, if you haven't heard of Reiki Ashati, it is um, a multiple, um, a bunch of different healing modalities all sort of rolled into one. And um, really great. And they actually teach a bit about oracle cards, about psychic development. Um, just really awesome things. And I didn't realize, you know, that this was around um because I hadn't come across it before until one of my friends actually studied it. And she lives in Canberra. Actually, that's Rebecca who I'm talking about. So it would have been great for her to be in this episode today. But um, yeah, she talked about Reiki Ashadi and I hadn't heard about it. So I did a bit of research and I thought, you know, one day um I would like to do that. And I've been teaching sort of Reiki Asui, um, which is the Asui method. But they actually teach Reiki Asui as part of Reiki Ashadi. But Ashadi is more of a combination of all different kinds of um, healing and things like that. Uh, And the psychic stuff, as I said. So for me, being uh, a psychic medium and mentoring people, I feel like this is a really good combination. So I feel like this is something also that I can do online, um, which means people don't need to be face-to-face with me. So I'm doing it over October, November, and December. So the final weekend will be in December. And I'm really sad about that because I'm really enjoying it. But as I said, I will go on and do my master's. So that will actually be more study than what I'm doing at the moment. So I've actually been teaching other people, um, yeah, for around three years. And I just felt like I also wanted my own teacher because when you're all the teacher, you know, teaching everyone else, sometimes you kind of think, gosh, you know, I'm just teaching, teaching, teaching. I actually need to learn a little bit more and get a bit more um, knowledge. So that's why I sort of signed up with Ashadi um, and to do that. So each Ashadi weekend that we do, so it's a whole weekend uh, once a month. And with each of those weekends, we actually have attunements. And so, an attunement is like a giant, super healing. Like it's amazing, uh, really good for shifting stuff. Really good for opening up your channels. You know, if you're wanting to like literally channel um, or inc- improve your intuition um, or your psychic abilities, then it really is a supercharged healing, and it really does clear out all those channels. So, um, at the end of that, though, it does mean that we're a little bit more sensitive and also more easily triggered as well. So that's just something to keep in mind because I do find that a lot of people who learn Reiki Sui with me um, sometimes can get quite triggered, you know, even during it, you know, while they're actually doing that, um, you know, class, um, they can get triggered during that. So that's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. It's something that I've really witnessed and seen a lot of. And, um, but, you know, we've got a really great group of women who are doing this. And um, yes, yeah, it's just been such an amazing um, achievement and uh, being part of that. But every day um, during the attunement, so after the attunements and between each attunement, so each weekend that we do, um, we have 21-day um, sort of, a, uh, what is it, like I guess a um, acclimatisation, you might want to call it. So it's actually allowing all of the um, things we're learning and the new skills and the um, new knowledge and wisdom to sort of um, sink in and to integrate, so to be integrated into our system and into our lives. So, during those 21 days, I've noticed that I have been really easily triggered. I have felt very uh, vulnerable. I felt, you know, should I really be doing this? Is this really my path? I've been questioning a lot of things. Um, And I've just found that people have been, and I sort of alluded to this at the top of the show, I have found that people have been, you know, really challenging me and, you know, not always giving me the most um, amazing feedback um, and I'm talking about during readings, but it's really only like one or two, you know, cases. It's very unusual because I do do, um, you know, my best all the time and I feel like I do a great job, but I have been uh, just really challenged. And this happens when you're leveling up, guys. If you're listening to this, this is what happens. You get really severely challenged and then, you know, you move into the next level. So um, one of the biggest things is letting go of the ego and uh, I guess one example, obviously without identifying anyone, is I had a very challenging, um, you know, reading with someone where I felt like I did the best I could. I felt like I, you know, got some amazing hits, and I did get confirmation that those things that I said were correct at the time. And the later on, I got some feedback which was quite a contrast to that, um, basically saying that you know not much made sense, and it was a bit general, and so on and so forth. And I was like okay, that's really strange. And um, so I didn't quite understand that, you know, that feedback and that sort of turnaround in um, opinion or, you know, sort of the feeling of the person about the reading. And then, um, so I I did actually speak up and I didn't come up a place of ego. I made sure that I didn't do that, but I did just say, well, you know, these were the key points, I guess, that I was making and that I feel were really on point and things like that. And, um, you know, I feel like that was, um, you know, uh, significant, you know, to, you know, your loved one in spirit and things like that. And I didn't want to lose uh, sight of that. And so I, I sent that message and the person sort of um, acknowledged. that were a little bit, oh, yeah, you know, you did say all those things. That's right. You know, great. Um, and it was, it was kind of validating, I guess. And, Anyway, I was still disappointed about that. But anyway, um, what has since happened is that person has rebooked with me and apologized and actually said, look, I feel like I was a little bit closed off and I'm actually um, willing to, you know, jump back in there and I really want to hear from that loved one and I'm willing to be more open to that uh, and what I've come through. So it was just really interesting because, you know, I was sitting there and I guess I was sort of kicking myself and thinking, you know, I didn't do the best job or whatever. But at the same time, I was like, no, like I feel like I really brought the evidence through and it was significant. And I felt like I definitely had that connection. And um, yeah, their loved one has now said, look, you know, I was a little bit closed off and I want to come back and um, give it a whirl. So I'm willing to do that. And I actually feel less nervous this time than I did the first time. Because um, going into the last one, I did feel the skepticism a little bit. So, you know, I just, um, life is challenging, life is full of challenges. And I feel like sometimes it's great to, persist and to push through you know when things feel very uncomfortable um i do try to push through that now the other great thing i mentioned ashadi to you before reiki ashadi and i might actually put a link into the um show notes about reiki ashadi and what it is and where you can study it depending on where you're located um but the other great thing about ashadi is that we're actually encouraged to do those uh, self-healings i spoke about earlier so the self-healing brings up a lot of emotions too And this is for anyone. I mean, you don't have to be trained to do self-healing. I mean, you can just put your hands on your body and you're healing. Um, So that's great. But the idea is that we do the healing in ourselves to uh, make the lessons pass more quickly. So as I said, it does bring up a lot of stuff. I have been getting really triggered. But we also want to be as accepting as possible. So go with the flow as much as we can. And um, I have noticed I've been really emotional, not so much lately, but in the beginning, I was crying a lot more than I normally would And crying actually allows you to release resistance. And I was quite emotional during the period of that reading I was talking about where I got that feedback that I didn't really understand, I guess. Um, that the most important thing I can do is, again, separate myself from the ego because the ego is the one where we want to get defensive and sometimes we say, you know, hurtful things and stuff like that. And I didn't want to do that or be that person. Uh, Many, I'd say a couple of years ago, two or three years ago, when I first started doing this, I had not the best experience. And this is all about, you know, communication. And everyone has a different communication style. And when I first started doing uh, Facebook Lives, it was um, pretty early on in my career. I had read for a girl um, and she was actually recommended to me by her mom. So her mum actually hadn't had a reading with me, but I think her mom had a friend who had. So it was um, the daughter that I'd read for, and not the mum. Now, the young lady said that she wanted to connect to her brother. and so we did a reading for the brother. That was great, really good reading. Um, and very insightful and she loved it. Now, um, so the mother still hadn't had a reading with me. One night during my Facebook live, the mum jumped on and she said, "Oh, you know, Michelle, I'd really love you to um connect to my son for me. you know, he's in spirit. And I didn't actually recognize the name straight away. It looked familiar to me, but I wasn't sure where I knew the name from. So when I connected to her son, I wasn't sort of realizing it was the daughter that I'd read for and everything else. Um, So I was going through and I was just bringing through information about her son and everything else. And I started by saying um, he's sucked a lot of the energy out of the room because he was very, very cold. And um, that usually shows that someone was very sick before they passed if they do um, take a lot of the heat out of the room. Um, And they're very cool. So um, what I was meaning, I guess, you know, in my head, what I was meaning when I said, oh, you know, um, it's uh, he sucked the energy out of the room, is that he actually um, was very unwell before he passed and he was making me quite cool. So um, I guess the way that I said it probably wasn't the best, um, but in my head I knew what I was meaning. And this is where, you know, a lot of misinterpretation can come from because basically um, when I got off air that night um, from doing my life, I had a very long and very unpleasant message from the mom who basically was indicating that she thought that I'd said her son was in some way evil, which definitely was never my intention. Um, and hopefully you can hear that from what I'm saying, but I understand that it could have been interpreted from what I was saying the way I was saying it, that it could have been interpreted, um, you know, in a a different way to what I was intending. So I did try to explain to her. I even spoke to her daughter because I was so distraught that she thought that I'd meant this, Um, and I love children. Like I am just all kids, animals, you know, all of that. So there's definitely no ill intention, Um, but regardless of that, you know, I can't deny the fact that she felt like that was the case and that that was what I was actually meaning. So it doesn't really matter what I think about it. Um, That was her her, um, interpretation of what I was saying. So everyone has their own perspective. And in the end, I couldn't repair that relationship. She wouldn't speak to me again. Um, She, you know, definitely abused me. And um, as I sort of spoke to the daughter and the daughter said, look, I know exactly what you were talking about. She apologized and said, I'm so sorry, mum just completely, you know, misinterpreted everything you were saying. Um, and so she understood. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, that mother um, cut me out of her life and it was a real shame um, and there was nothing I could do to repair that. So we do have to be just careful sometimes, um, I guess, the way that we communicate And because people do, as I said, get triggered more easily, especially when they're going through grief um, and loss and things like that. And, you know, just by way of, you know, for your background knowledge, um, for the people who are listening to this, is that child had passed about, um, I don't know, six years earlier. It wasn't just in the past couple of weeks or anything like that. So it was about six years prior. Um, but you know, when you lose a child, you're grieving for the rest of your life. You know, there's no doubt about that. So I've, um, definitely become a little bit more careful and cautious about the way that I deliver messages and understanding that people interpret things in a particular way. So, um, the other thing that, um, has come up, well, I've been doing my self healings, um, as part of Reiki Ashadi is we can have these light bulb moments. So the greatest thing that we can do when we're leveling up And when I say this, I mean, it's basically when you're going through all the struggles, all the challenges, you know, things are just getting on top of you. It's really hard, you know, going through the dark night of the soul kind of stuff, questioning everything. Um, That's what I'm sort of talking about that period. So as you're going through that, this thing you can do is breath work, meditation, you know, anything like that, where you can have the great ideas drop in, the realizations drop in. So what I've been doing during the self-healing, it's just um asking for guidance, you know, asking for my guides to come in, for my angels, for messages to come through. And while I was doing one of them, I actually realized all of a sudden that I needed to study Lomi, Lomi massage and kahuna massage. It was just this realization. And um, after I sort of realized that, I went to a hens party weekend. Um, and this was away um like for a weekend away on the Sunshine Coast. And it was beautiful, it was out in the hinterland, it was sort of out behind Mulaney, like really beautiful area. And uh, staying with a you know bunch of fabulous women, and I was drawing some cards for the ladies because of what I do for a living. I sort of took my cards along and I thought I'll just draw some cards. And I actually drew from the uh, Beyond Lemuria, it's called. Um, in fact, in fact, I will put um, Beyond Lemuria into the show notes. So while I'm talking, I'll just make a note of that. So the Beyond Lemuria deck, and that's um, Izzy Ivy from memory. So I will put that into show notes so you guys can go and search that. So beyond Lemuria, uh, easy Ivy. So I was drawing from that deck and um, without thinking about myself because I was obviously reading for someone else, um, I told her Lemuria is meant to be where Hawaii is now. So she actually got the Lemuria card and um, she told me that she wanted to study Lomi Lomi and Kahuna and that was amazing confirmation for me because i just come to the realization I wanted to do it and then she said that, and I was just like, "Oh my god, um, I need to do this thing." So sometimes when we level up, things do become clearer for us, which can lead us to those sudden real- realizations and light bulb moments. And that's why I generally recommend meditation to everyone I meet, uh, but also breath work. You know, and meditation isn't always sitting cross legged in a circle with your you know fingers in mudra positions. Um, meditation could be surfing, it can be yoga, it can be moving meditation. There's walking meditation. There's all kinds of meditation. So, whatever it is for you, it doesn't have to be that specifically. Um, It's whatever sort of floats your boat and um, it will be different for everybody. So, um, there's a few things that I want to um, reference as I go through here. And one of them I sort of mentioned at the top of the show as well was um, Jessica Paul. So, she has her own podcast and um, I was sort of Googling miracles, actually. That was a word I was Googling. It wasn't really leveling up um but i was googling miracles and i wanted to find a podcast that was talking about miracles and amazing happenings and things like that and i came across jessica paul it came up in my search this is through um podcast app and um so i thought i might as well do an episode on it when i saw this um her latest episode was on leveling up so podcast is actually uh mindset miracles and manifestation Now, I've included a link in show notes to the Apple version of that, so Apple Podcasts, but I just listen on the free one, um, which is the podcast app, um, and we use Podbean for this particular podcast that you're listening to at the moment. So, I jumped on, and then I was like, oh, my God, at least uh, episodes on leveling up, and I've been thinking a lot about that, and so I just felt, again, that was really good confirmation um, because I came across it just in this random search. So, I guess if, you know, you're tired of feeling stuck, um, unrecognized, and, um, you know, pretty low in confidence, um, then it's time to sort of take back control, you know, make yourself feel empowered. So, what we need to do basically is, you know, raise our vibration. That's the only way for us really to do it. Um, Level up your mindset, tap into your manifestation powers. Um, So Jessica herself, Jessica Paul, and I have included a link in the show notes, is an actress um, and I actually haven't heard of her. So I haven't looked up what movies she was in or anything like that, but she's got some amazing tips. And look, she does swear a lot. So if you're not swearing, um, you probably don't want to listen to that so much. Um, She does have a a bit of a mouth on her. Um, that she provides some really awesome tips, really great advice. And I'm just quite addicted, um, you know, to listening to her. She does talk a lot about um, earning power and earning ability and um, getting, you know, the six-figure sum uh, into your bank account. So if you're into all of that sort of stuff, um, I feel like she might be um, might be a good person for you to listen to. Um, I just really like her style. So I've included that in the uh, show notes as well. So really what I want to do, I guess, with this episode, the um, idea of it, was just to inspire you to do the work to get to the point of levelling up because it is work, it is um, painful, it is challenging. You know, people are coming out of the woodwork and really um, testing us a lot. So, um, but the point is you've got to go through that um, before you can get to the fun stuff. Yeah, so that's what the levelling up is. So don't be afraid of that, you know, Um, really jot down your dreams. So a bit of recommendation um, or an inspo, a bit of inspo for you is to uh, get your manifestation journal out, um, jot down your uh, goals, um, you know, write them as though they've already happened. Uh, This is all part of leveling up because as you level up, again, you know, we are moving into a different vibration, a higher vibration. So, um, you know, uh, write down your manifestation goals, get rid of the old stuff, you know, get the full moon, under the full moon, get your, um, all the things you want to let go of. put them on a little piece of paper, burn them, take them to the beach, chuck them in the ocean, whatever you want to do with it. But, um, it's time to clear out the old stuff, you know, everything unaligned must go is a really great saying. So toxic friendships, um, relationships, you know, family members, uh, colleagues, you know, deal with it, deal with the karma, try to process it or step out of that, you know, take yourself out of that, move into a different workplace, start your own business, you know, whatever you need to do, side hustle. So it's like there's, we're always in charge, you know, we're always in charge, but get ready because 2023 is going to be quite a different year, depending on when you're listening to this, Um, 2023 is going to be a different year to 2022, that there will still be the ups and downs and the challenges. So we're not totally moving past that or out of that. That's going to be, you know, my, um, you know, my feeling is we're going to be doing that for the rest of our lives. So um, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Apologies again for Beck not being able to join us because, um, as I said, she is moving house. So it's just little old me at the moment guys give us some feedback on Podbean. we'd love to hear your comments your suggestions if you have ideas around what you'd like to hear us talk about we'd love to hear that from you um you can mention you know that via podbean um, so there's a commenting um section in there also facebook so living enlightened podcast um on facebook and being enlightened 33 at gmail.com is our email address so we'd love to hear from you in any way shape or form And uh, thank you so much for joining us. And eventually we'll come back to you with our Oracle card um, deck reviews, but um, we need to wait till Beck is back on board to be able to do that. Um, Have a great day and thank you so much for listening.